This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. This is part one of a two-part program. Welcome to Coaching by the Life Coach. I'm your host, Robert Harrison. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about extreme health with Dr. Robert Kassar. Particularly, we're going to ask him today about the 180-day alkaline challenge, what that is, how it works, how to get started. Now, for those of you who have not heard the name Dr. Kassar before, this is a name that you need to know. He is the founder of EarthShiftProducts.com, a superfood wholesaler, organic raw, certified, they've got all kinds of other products to really, you know, stop aging, to heal anything, to extend your life for longevity. And Robert, I want to, or Dr. Kassar, I want to thank you for being on the show today. And I just want to start by just maybe having you talk a little bit about who you are and and kind of, you know, um, where you've come from and how you kind of came into this extreme health movement um, and your own personal story a little bit so people can identify with you. Okay, let's see. Where do we want to start on that one? I'm almost 50 <laughs> years old, so I've uh, been on the planet almost five decades, which of course gives me a tiny bit of experience because when I was 20 years old, I thought I knew a lot. And then when I became 30, uh, I thought I knew a little more. And then when I became 40, I said, hey, I don't know as much as I thought I did. Because everything that I was taught, actually, I sort of was finding out is not really not as optimum as it's, of course, uh, I was finding out things that were coming to me to be. So, you know, as I became 50 years old, I became more ignorant, and more ignorant to me became uh, nothing more to say that I started to see that the picture was bigger than ever, really big. So the more I knew, the more questions I asked, and the more questions I asked, of course, the more ignorant I became. So as I became more ignorant, I come to this question here that uh, really is, you know, where are we at this time right now? What's the, what's the big deal with all the sickness? See, this is where I've been studying my whole life. I've been taking care of animals since I was young, uh, probably 10 years old. I used to, to raise snakes and mice. And, and uh, the story I like to tell is because I'm a parasitologist, toxicologist. I've seen almost a quarter of a million patients visits. Wow, that's a lot of chiropractic. It's a lot of uh, medical, nutritional. It's a lot of questions and a lot of experience. And so I started really getting into um, a life change, of course, when I was about eight years old, when I used to go shooting all the time. And my grandma came over and said, you know, go get me a couple of rabbits. And so I said, all right, I got my gun out and went and shot a few rabbits and gave her one of them, of course, skinned it, gave it to her and and put the other ones in a cooler. And uh, I was going to do some taxidermy, do whatever things. And I just let them sit there for a couple of days, of course, forgot them in the cooler, sealed. Of course, you shut the cooler, nothing's getting in, nothing's getting out. Well, uh, mom said, hey, there's something in the garage really stinking, Robert, and go out there and check what, you know, what, what, what do you got out there? So I opened up the cooler that I forgot, and I said, oh, oh, I forgot the rabbits. And lo and behold, the rabbits were crawling. But remember, they were dead. I shot them. But what were they crawling with? Well, they had creatures crawling all over their body. And I had to put two plus two together and say, wait, wait, wait. How did these creatures get into this cooler? I had the cooler shot, solid. 
how do they get in? Ah, they must have been in the creature first. It's the only thing I could come up with. So I started basically um, learning the body. I started actually uh, not taxiderming animals. I started shooting creatures to be able to actually see uh, this magnificent machine and what lives within it, which, of course, none of us really understand at this time. So I got into the field of uh, medicine, you can call it, or science, and if truths, lies, secrets, or deceptions uh, were present, I was drawn to them at an early age. So this path here with the parasites, uh, and of course, I had to keep the animal and see what happened. I did further experiment with that animal, and I went ahead and, and let the animal, I said, let's see what happens day after day. And I took the cooler, and I went ahead and actually took it up the side of the, at the end of the street over there. And uh, I went ahead and did about a three-week experiment to find out that the rabbit, of course, um, is full of creatures that actually become apparent when the body ceases to exist. So, now, as I became about 20 years old, I was the first graduate, 21 years old ever, to graduate uh, this chiropractic college, Cleveland Chiropractic College. I was the youngest graduate there. And uh, just because I was so enthused about reading and studying, and that's all I did, work out, Genetic enhancement, I didn't know about consciousness yet. I just knew about getting smart or knew that it was easy for me to read and be interested and, you know, read five, six books a week. Big deal. Well, over time, of course, we flower. You get your degree. You start seeing people. You get out of school. You really don't know anything. You get out of school. You hang your shell, your little degree up on the wall, and you say, okay, now what do I do? I've never even really taken an x-ray before. I wonder how it is to press the button legally. So you start to practice now, as they say. And the first 5,000 people, let me see, tell you. Remember, I've seen a quarter of a million patient visits. So the first 5,000, you're doing pure practice. And you're finding out that people are coming in with back problems, headaches, and, oh, I'm, I'm whatever the problem is. But they're coming in to see you because pretty much, uh, supposedly, you can maybe help them. And uh, we were shown, of course, a variety of ideas and ways as a doctor chiropractic, and I was always into nutritional such and such. Uh, you know, I read Muscle and Fitness, and hey, I used to eat two pounds of meat a day and used to work out, uh, bodybuild and such and such. And part of my lifestyle also, just so you know, too, is um, since I was about 16 years old, I really got into bodybuilding. I read Arnold Schwarzenegger's book, The Education of a Bodybuilder, and I got into it. And I worked out every day, and I just ate what he did, and I did whatever this guy did. I read his book. The only book I really read and found that I enjoyed reading this book, not because I wanted to get any – I had no one's telling me what to do. It's because this was what I was really interested in, is actually seeing if I could actually genetically modify my body into a better, faster, quicker, and smarter model. And this was right in my – so this is why I became a doctor chiropractor. I was going to become a medical doctor, but nah, that was just drugs. My father ran 25 hospitals called National Medical Enterprises, so I got a chance to work in nuclear medicine, emergency, anywhere in the hospital. I couldn't get fired. Tap was the administrator of Los Robles Hospital right up the street here. So um, I got a chance really to see that this is not what I wanted to do. What a, what a scam. And I saw that. My father was the administrator, and he was at his level. Remember, he's the administrator. The hospital's a business. And so, uh, you know, I found out that this whole side of the story wasn't so cool. So I jumped over to the chiropractic side. I met this 
this uh, chiropractor named Dr. Franco Colombo, and he was, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's best buddy. They lived together. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, so I got a chance to meet these guys here, and I really, man, I just all of a sudden I was blown up. I wanted to. I started winning bodybuilding contests. I've won probably about 15 bodybuilding contests. Probably competed in 50. Got a lot of seconds and thirds as uh, natural, no steroids. I mean, I was just super lean and and. Um, doing what Arnold did and everybody else. Two pounds of meat a day, 30 eggs a day, a uh, pound of uh, f- any type of flesh at a time, and a gallon of milk and anything, high fructose corn syrup, give it to me. I want to gain weight, please. So I was a fool back then, but then again, I was only following what the other fools were doing because we were all lost. All those people, just to let you know, you know this, all those people that took all that protein powder, all that super high, super acid, uric acid, all these these, these supplements, all these pills we used to take as a meathead bodybuilders. Oh, give it to me. It'll make me bigger muscles. Okay? They all got kidney stones now. All these guys have brain sand. Most of them are fatties. Look at all the bodybuilders. What are you guys? You used to be? That's exactly it. You used to be, because if you accumulated, and see, now then I became, once I went up to this level, I started switching coats. Okay, now the next coat I went to, all of a sudden I, I'm, I'm a doctor now. I'm seeing patients, and I'm finding out everybody's messed up. Okay? They're not messed up just because of their back. That's the least of their problems. Okay? Remember, I became a parasitologist. Even though I became a chiropractor, I was into microbes. I was into killing things. I don't care if it was animals, birds, fish, and parasites. Oh, I was a killer. I don't kill anything anymore. No, no, no. And we will get into this at the end of this. Remind me to talk to you about the snake story. You don't kill the tapeworms in your bellies, people. I can tell you this. That's one thing I can tell you, that I would really beware of making a fight with what lives within you because they'll fight back. You think stage four cancer is, is, is what? What do you think cancer is? Remember, it is my opinion, and I'm going to tell you guys this right now, because everybody, you know, I'm not talking to you as a doctor. I'm talking to you as Robert Kassar. Oh, I am a doctor. Doctor just means I'm a teacher. Okay? Now, I'm not here to tell you what to do and or I'm only going to share you my ideas, my observations, disciplines, concepts. Okay, it's what I do and what others do, and that's why we will get into this, why we came up with Earthshift Project and Earthshift Products, and so we can play together without being authorities, and uh, we can play the game here like students. No authorities in this school. We'll talk about it in a little bit, but going from one system to the next, I found out, remember, parasites, killing things, uh-uh, how could you try to go ahead and actually go up against... See, we don't understand and know that body fat's a creature. Guys, what do you think it is? Please. It lives in acid. Okay? And I'm not going to get off track here, but everybody needs to see there's a reason being why i got to remember the truth, lies, secrets, and deceptions. I was just a truth seeker, and I know you are too, Robert. Okay? Yes. We're, we're cursed with this name, Robert. Remember, Amon Ra, Ra, a lot of the Ra's. Uh, we want to see the truth. Okay. Robert also means bright fame, and, and I just want to let people know out there, the people that maybe, uh, again, aren't familiar with you, Dr. Kassar, you, do a YouTube search on Dr. Kassar. Take a look at this man. He's 50 years old. He's the most nimble 50-year-old I've ever met. He's got zero fat on his body. This guy obviously 
obviously walks his talk with health, and you don't want to listen to someone who doesn't. He's, I've, I've seen videos of him doing full splits, playing around in a yoga gym. My wife and I, we have a yoga gym at our house. We know Tone Cardenas, who, who sells the yoga gyms. I think that's something we can get from earthshiftproducts.com. But, Dr. Kassar, talk a little bit about what happened to you a few years ago. I know there's a lot on the Internet about that, about how you broke your back and you nurse yourself back to health. And then, and then maybe we can go into this transition and, and what you recommend people do for themselves to get in better health, I mean, so that they don't end up in, and I, I've seen all of the interviews of bodybuilders, and I see how they all look toxic and, and mucus-filled and fat at the end of their age, and you look nothing like that at all. So we want to know, you know, what are you doing? And that kind of leads to this 180-day challenge. So please tell us a little bit about that, um, if you don't mind. Yeah, and you know, and and I talk fast. They call me Doctor Bazaar. Okay, you've known this. Okay, Doctor, you're not Doctor Bazaar. You're Doctor Bazaar. So I'm an esotericist, and esotericist is a person who talks behind the scenes. Remember the Wizard of Oz? We all want to know who's behind the curtain, don't we? Who's running the show is a big question here in our mind. If you ask it, who's running the show? And the reason I say that is because once you get hurt, okay, once you find out that there's a system here. It's called electricity, bioelectricity, and we'll get into that because that's how I regenerated myself is by using bioelectricity, the energy of the planet, by making my body conductive so I could actually grasp this bioelectric prana that surrounds us all the time. But if we're loaded with arsenic, thallium, stainless steel, lead, mercury, tin, insecticides, pesticides, herbicides, and the big one, plasticizers, there's good luck. You can't be conductive to the big planet, and that's a magnet because we're just little magnets. So what happened to me was I was so busy seeing patients because once you help people, what happens? You get a lot of patients, okay? I was yep. 50 patients a day, six days a week. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was getting unhealthy trying to help people get healthy. Why? Because they were working me. So anyways, it all happened for a good reason. In 1997, January 9th, I got a, into an auto accident that changed my life. Now, this auto accident was right in front of my house. I got rear-ended, smashed into a wall all at the same time, broke my nose, my zygomatic arch, chipped my teeth. I fractured my navicular in my right hand, had a cast for six months. Of course, I'm a chiropractor, snapping people, cracking them all day, talking to people. Uh Uh-uh, out of business. That's just the start of it. Navicular fracture, six months in a cast. I tore my my tenel, my ligaments on my elbow, my ulnar ligaments, okay? Pulled it out of the notch. Ouch. Can't do a push-up. Sorry. Okay, that nerve pops out every time. Click, click. Second, up to the shoulder. I blew out my bicep tendon. How did I do that? Because I wrapped my chest around the steering wheel, and uh, when I hit my face and broke my nose against the glass, um, I also pulled apart and separated four costal cartilage in the front of my chest, and I cracked two discs in my low back, L4, L5, L5S1, which are the two low back discs that hold your whole body up. And if you've ever had a back problem, I couldn't stand straight for three years, okay? I, I touched my toes. How about, can you help me put on my socks? Uh, how about get stuck on the toilet a few times? Uh, embarrassing. <laughs> Can't get up. So uh, get pissed off or get aggressive one time because just because your whole life's crumbling around you and you all of a sudden you show it inside yourself. Remember, your whole body is in a in a weird state and 
and when you have all these multiple injuries, I bowed down to getting, I had to go down to actually uh, finding out I was disabled. I remember, I went to orthopedic surgeons. I had three cortisone injections three times in my back at $10,000 a piece. I had two surgeries on my broken nose. Uh, still, I had supposed to have one more. I had $50,000 in medical bills. Did I get hurt? No, I was disabled. Now, my left leg, I had limp. I had, uh, I had uh, what's called a drop. And this is great because I'm a disability evaluator. I know every exam and every problem there is in the body. Problem is, once you hurt your own self, your own machine, ha, huh, now, it's, now it's a challenge. Because everybody's telling you they want to do an L4, L5, L5, S1 laminectomy. And I said, no way. So what I did was I didn't care. I had to figure out a way, because I was an avid skier. I was a water skier, snow skier, a jet skier, any a horseback, anything that actually did uh, adventure-wise, I'd love to do that. And I was stricken to doing nothing, uh, everything. I'm talking everything from sex, everything, low back, everything. My whole body's disabled. So what I did was I had to totally change, and, and I was out of work. 1997, I never went back to, to, to the office. I was, uh, that was a, my whole new life. And so from that point on, this is where I became a vegetarian. I totally changed everything and everything because I now had the chance to go ahead and do what I'm sharing with you people right now. This is what Earthshift Products is about and Project is because it's 10, 20, 30 years of people's experiences to be able to actually put together and sort out. Remember, we're not telling you what to do. We're sharing with what we do. And what we do is a lot of people want to catch up, and it took us 10 years. You know how long it takes, Robert, to go ahead and yes. learn anything in this because half of it's just because it's business. So if you cut out all the BS, guys, and you want to jump up three levels, well, this is what, this is what I had to do. I was, uh, um, how would you say, I was checkmated. So I totally changed everything. I got into high-level magnetics. I got into superfoods until I met Robert Williams. I didn't even know superfoods existed three years ago, just to let you know. And I've had my most massive changes since I got remineralized. And you can't get mineralized by eating NPK. We'll get into that, too. Remember, we could talk for hours. You know me. That's the weekend ever. I was seven hours. I was just cracking the, cracking the tip there. MPK fertilizers, remember, those are three minerals. We do have 88 minerals, not to get off tangents again there, but these are all important things. 88 minerals, and I had to get remineralized, and I found out that all the foods I was eating, and they didn't even have organic happy that much back then anyways. I didn't even know that much about X, Y, and Z, and if it was organic, it was scarce, and it was so bloody expensive. And Anyways, so I didn't know about mineralization, so I found out realistically, once you see are injured, you cannot regenerate unless you have enough of the minerals, calcium, potassium, sodium, magnesium, zinc, boron, silicon, in your body. And if you don't have these minerals, you cannot regenerate. So it's checkmate. Good luck. And I was not about. I regenerate. This is what I've done my whole life. I've, I have uh, at the ranch here, um, uh, if anybody wants to see what the ranch looks like, I built this place. It's uh, 20 years, 21 years in the making here. I have over uh, hundreds of experiments here, and I make the trees grow 20 times rates, 20-fold rates, um, by using crystals and magnetics and by using uh, simple uh, um, what we'd call earth 
terrain by utilizing the magnet of the earth. And I make trees, and this is how I basically utilize the same regeneration. But now I use the, see, the food is everything. If you're not eating the superfoods, and this is what I found out. Once I hurt myself, I had to change my whole lifestyle. My whole lifestyle, starting my food intake. I had to stop everything that had any type of pesticides, any type of, any of these things. See, once you're sick, you got to, you find out toxicity is the reason you can't regenerate. So what do you do? You got to stop it all. And once you find out that mostly your whole life is toxic from the shower you take every day, you need a shower chlorinator. You walk around in your bare feet on carpets, got carpet retardants. You take your clothes in to, uh, and we're going to go through this. You're going to ask me a question here, Robert. I want you to ask me what you would say is the top 20 booby traps that we can help our, our people here out right away, snap up, and get out a lot of poisons that you can't see. Remember, the Alkaline Lifestyle Challenge is not 100% activated right now, but we're going to share with you some of the pieces of it to get started. Number one thing is starting a clean food supply. A clean food supply, and that's one of the things we're going to go over. Um, first so, one, let's, let's, so let's let's get into that right now. And, and before we... What I'd like to do is before we get into, well, you know what, let's start with the clean food supply, but then I want to talk about magnetics because that's something you don't hear a lot of people talk about. And I know you're, I know you're eventually going to have some uh, products available on that through Earthship, EarthshipProducts.com. But can you t- tell me a little bit about the magnetics, if you don't mind? Well, the magnetics are, see, if, if this is how it works. The body is a magnet. We're 18 gallons of salt water. We're made up of a simple physiological component of certain types of liquids. We are a magnet, but, but we have to understand that magnet converts itself into electricity. DC, direct current electricity. We eat foods because of the electrical, bioelectric, pranic value or chi value. So, now I've learned uh, lots of ideas with energy. I've met so many people since I got into the fuel business and got into actually manipulating trees. Uh, anything that breathes, I don't care if it's a car, car breathes, we can manipulate its terrain, we can make it faster, quicker, and smarter. And I basically learned to do this to myself. I learned to do this to plants. So you talk about magnetics, okay. Um, the earth is a magnet, the sun is a magnet. All right. Now, we have to be and really understand that we are, are this uh, earth, water, fire, air, and ether. Ether is the magnetism. Remember, it's invisible. Now, in order to be conductive to magnetism, you must have the minerals. And this is the reason being why I got into superfoods, because I found out my whole food supply was, was worthless. It's called NPK. Do you know what that is, Robert? No. Tell, tell us, and, and for those who don't know, tell us what MPK is. Nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. You go to Home Depot and you tell the guy over in the nursery department, I want to put some fertilizer. He'll take you over to the fertilizer. And he'll say, here's our fertilizer. It's all MPK. Of course it is. NPK. Three minerals. It takes 15 minerals for the plants to become fully active. 15 minerals. So a little sunlight and a little water. So the plants can be minimally active. Three minerals? Please, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, that's minimal. Now, I found out, once you do the study, now everybody, look, don't believe me, okay? Remember, this is Dr. Cassaro, great, I'm a doctor, here, okay. 
I have a degree, it's fine. And I want you to go ahead and make sure you tell your doctor, take your clothes off, guys. I hate to say this, but this is smart. If your doctor doesn't have a pedigree that you would think that you, that's why you're going to them is actually to clean your act up, and that's what the Alkaline Lifestyle Challenge is, tell your doctor. I say this is a joke because the charlatans have to leave this planet here. If you know what you're talking about and you are a true specimen and you are a doctor, that means you went to school to learn how to take this machine and make it shine. You're a mechanic and you got a crappy car? That's no, 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 no. Your car does you can't fix it? No, that means you're not a mechanic. Okay? So let's say you're a doctor and you fix bodies and you take your clothes off, and that's right. I do want to see your testes because if they're full of lead, they're small. Okay? And I know you don't know how to get it out because everybody's got lead in their testes and their ovaries because lead's everywhere. Lead pencils, lead uh, paint, lead uh, gasoline. Remember, they put lead in your fuel because you need the lubricity to make the fuel so it would make the, you know, the cylinders a little lubricated. Otherwise, it you know, destroyed your engine. Well, found out lead's not so cool to burn through your gas because the gas doesn't get burned all the way, so it comes out the tailpipe and you breathe it in and it's in fume form and you get sick. But they replaced that for nickel. Okay? So these are big problems. You take out lead out of something and you put back another something in to give it lubricity and you put nickel. Now you get nickel poisoning in all the cities and now nickel poisoning is in mostly everybody's body. But how do you know you have nickel poisoning? How do you know you have lead poisoning? How do you know you have all these things? Well, do uh, one more. We're going to go over these ones again, but I, I'm going off a little track here because I get such a big thing. Remember, if I was talking to you again, Robert, and you came in my office, I would be looking at you with your set of specific you know, movements, and we would be going through, because this whole idea is terrain modification, and I'm looking at you, and I'd say, you'd be coming to me for this $500 consultation to come and see Dr. Kasarkas. You want to terrain modify yourself and become healthy, wealthy, and happy. And how do you do that? Alkalinity, oxygen. You're going to get remineralized, and you're going to learn about electrical magnetic fields. Yes, that's going to be a lot. And, of course, the Philosopher's Stone, which I call, and the Philosopher's Stone is this ether stone that I introduced uh, a couple of you guys uh, to uh, these ideas. And ether stone is what you asked me before about the magnetism. Magnetism is just only when the body can absorb its glory. Okay, the body needs to be magnetic. A ceramic magnet, remember, is made out of boron and cobalt. Now. These are very special because if you want to be a magnet, you're talking about magnetism, you'd want to eat hot foods and high amounts of boron. Remember, what's cobalt? Cyanocobalamine? It's B12. You're a vegetarian now, guys? You're cobalt deficient, boron deficient, guaranteed. Guaranteed. And I say, take your clothes off. Show me that you're not. And if you're not, that means you really got some muscles. See, most people that are vegetarians, you'll notice that they're pretty called, uh, they're called uh, this, what do you call them, the, the pasty vegetarian look. My dad goes, why would I want to eat vegetarian and look like him or her? I don't want to look like that. Okay, why? Because those people are boron most likely, cobalt deficient, and they've got a variety of chemicals inside their system right now that basically, guys, just because you start eating better foods doesn't mean anything. Now you've got to learn the secrets of how to deaccumulate everything you've accumulated. Yeah, and I think it's worth mentioning, Dr. Kassar, that a lot of people that, you know, that, have, that, that are vegetarian, um, at least a lot of the ones that I've met, a lot of the ones that come to our clinic to try and lose weight, these are people that have simply removed 
you know, meat or dairy from their diet, but that doesn't mean they're eating healthy food. It doesn't mean they're eating toxic-free food, and, yeah, they look deficient. Well, this is what happens, too. Let's say all of a sudden you're a pork eater, and I tell people this. You came in to see me that $500, okay, you just all of a sudden you're a diet Pepsi and you're a, you're a pork eater like I used to be, okay? I used to have uh, Dr. Pepper and a Big Mac and fries, and I even get a shake, too. Remember, I used to do all that stuff, too. I thought I was smart. I wasn't that smart. Now, um, let's say, you know, the, the, the big picture, uh, rewind me back again. What was the question you were going to ask me here? Because I wonder this is a good point. So the question that I wanted to ask you, well, we were talking about magnetics, and I was saying that, you know, a lot of vegetarians, we're, we're talking about the fact that most just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. vegetarian okay. doesn't mean they're eating the right stuff. That's right. And now, it doesn't mean their stuff is toxic-free. Now, this is really smart now, this question, because a lot of people say, I don't want to change my protein intake because they know my protein intake is all meat. Remember, all meat has vaccines, antibiotics, and uh, hormones. Yes, it does. Yeah. Even the chickens, each one are shot with a vaccination. Hormones, vaccines. Remember, antibiotics are in all flesh. So if you're starting to get estrogen changes in your body, like men are starting to get boobs, and uh, testes on men are starting to shrink up. Remember, these are things that aren't so cool because the vaccines, the antibiotics, and the hormones pass to the meat. So are you stopping eating meat because it's contaminated, or are you stop eating meat now because it's not so holy to destroy, especially once you found out those animals were grown in a really weird system, and a lot of the food they were eating sometimes is actually even ground up a lot of stuff you don't even want to talk about because it's, it's what it is. So now, uh, what are you going to do now? You're going to stop eating all this meat, and then you have to be smart. You can't stop protein and just stop it. You have to exchange it for a better source. And that's why at the superfood store, of course you're going to start eating now. Okay, $500 consultation, you're going to stop eating pork. You're going to go down to beef. You're going to go down to chicken. If you can go ahead and go cold turkey, give it a try. I wouldn't suggest it, though. Your tapeworms, your nematodes, and all these different types of creatures that thrive on that blood don't like to just get cut off. You wouldn't like to get cut off of a couple of shots of heroin a day, 10 packs of cigarettes a week, all of a sudden just like that, and maybe four beers a night. No, no, no. These microbes, remember, need to get fed, and you need to go ahead and start. I tell people, it's a, it's a slow wean, so you need to know what you're up against here. And that's why I tell people, I'm writing a couple books, though, but I don't like to write them, Robert, because then I become an authority, and I don't want to be an authority, because then people want to look and see what you're doing. So um, this changeover, remember, this whole program is an exchange. You change your meats over to another form of protein. I use hemp seeds. I use chlorella. I use spirulina. I use yeah. vodka, mesquite, all these superfoods. Chocolate, of course, every morning. I have about a quarter pound of chocolate three times a week. Uh, hand-peeled Arriba Nacional beans, not CCN51 hybridized cacao beans. If you've never had the Arriba Nacional, a real dark bean, and when you go to Ecuador, they as soon as you fly in, you'll see this big bean there, and it's not a, a genetically modified bean. It's the bean they're proud and favored from. Remember, Mayans did trade the bean. They traded the cacao bean because of its monooxidase, it's got a lot of MAO inhibitors and some very high-level antioxidants and some very, very special, uh, you can call it phytonutrients that are in the cacao. So the Arriba Nacional cacao bean with some clear raw agave with some raw centrifuge coconut oil, and you put some vanilla, raw vanilla bean in, some mesquite pod, and chlorella, some shilajit, 
and uh, maybe a variety of, uh, of maybe 10 or 15 other things, like 300-million-year-old Himalayan sea salts, and these types of uh, maybe goji berries or whatever crunchies you'd like. And now you've got yourself, this isn't chocolate, this is a superfood. Remember, what are you going to exchange your protein over for, your meat? How about the best stuff you've ever had, and it's going to seem like you're cheating? This is what the alkaline lifestyle is. It's an exchange process. So I had to learn, as you were saying, okay, Robert, you hurt yourself, and it's, so I had to do the same thing. I had to exchange one system for another because I knew that where I was at was suboptimal, but I was doing the best that I knew at that time. At that time, I was doing the best that I knew how to do. So I'm not bagging on anybody, guys, just because you're using lipstick still. And if you Google lead slash lipstick, you'll find out that most of the lipsticks that you've been using for the last 30, 40, or 50 years that has been put in lead in the paint for China and Chinese toys. Remember, lead was in pencils. It's been in everything. And they're just sort of finding out that uh, most of us, that's the reason why sometimes we're obese is maybe or depressed is because we're toxic. So stopping your super, super toxicity load is essential. Changing, exchanging your protein over for a higher quality protein that's not flesh is essential. And I can go ahead and I can pretty much, you want to, you want to get healthy? It's essential. I would say no genetically modified foods. Uh-oh, what am I going to eat? People go, what is a genetically modified food? <laughs> okay, a GMO People love their means- seedless grapes. Even at the farmer's market now, I go down to the farmer's market on Sunday, and there's this, this, this one family, and they go, there's beautiful grapes. I go, when are you going to have the seeded grapes? And they just said, thank you, thank you, thank you. They say, people don't get it. They don't want the seeds. They want it removed. They want the Monsanto version of the world where all this stuff's removed, and they don't get that the, the, the grape seeds, these are healthy things to eat. The papaya seeds, these are all things that we want in us because they have that, that life force. Think, so think, we're it, talking about, think, of, think of it this way, Robert. Think of we came down to this planet. We weren't just put here, okay? We didn't just come from a piece of algae, please. Don't, don't make us feel stupid, Darwin. I used to buy into that. Okay? We're all creations, each of us. But look at the banana, the pineapple, the apple. Okay? Look at all the apple. And look at everything you see on the planet here. And you'll notice that everything that's heirloom is the right thing to eat. And heirloom means it hasn't been perverted. It hasn't been genetically modified and or it hasn't been hybridized, and that's very hard to find foods. So if you want to eat heirloom, that means that that's as close to as God or whatever creator that gave us this whole beautiful planet gave us heirloom. And once we hybridized it and stretched a banana, our bananas have a shelf life of 10 years with no pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, or anything. They're sun-dried. They're matured on the tree. They look like they've got grease on them, like honey. They have a 10-year shelf life with no preservatives. You can't keep a banana, genetically modified banana, on your counter for 30 30 days. Remember, it's been gassed. It's been... So the, the whole game right now is... If you wanted to clean up your act, okay, no genetically modified foods, okay, that would mean no foods with, if it doesn't have a seed, then don't eat it. People go, what's genetically modified? That means it's sterile, guys. That means it's sterile. Okay, that's like cutting your testes off or your ovaries. And if you eat, if you do the studies, remember, you won't. So why don't you look them up? Go GMO sterility, rat studies. It's real simple. 
If you eat sterile foods, you become sterile and immature too. Check out the rats. Whoa! And if there's that much confusion, and then the other guys say, oh, well, it's okay, you can eat it. Well, guys, remember, there's an esoteric system here. Okay? And if there's confusion about it, don't do it. And I would suggest people, I'm not telling people, remember, I would suggest, in my opinion, if you want to clean your act up, no genetically modified foods. That means no wheat, no corn, and no soy. What are you going to eat? Oh, by the way, uh, stay away from, remember, high fructose corn syrup. Remember, no wheat, no corn, no soy, because if you eat wheat, corn, and soy, in my opinion, you get yeast, mold, and fungus. We should say that again. Okay, wheat, corn, and soy gives rise to yeast, mold, and fungus. And fungus. And let's talk a little bit about soy real quick because there's so many, you know, when a lot of people go vegetarian and they come up to me and they go, Robert, you know, hey, guess what? I'm, I'm doing vegetarian. I stopped drinking milk. Now I'm drinking soy. And I kind of cringe and I'm trying to not do that with them. But the reality of it is most people don't even know that the average soybean that, 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 that you eat and that's in the the milk that you buy, the soy milk and all that kind of stuff, that was bred to feed pigs mm-hmm. many, many years ago. And it was genetically modified and that a real kind of heirloom soy that almost doesn't even exist anymore. Can you say just a little bit about soy and the effects on the thyroid and the effects on, uh, you know, hormones and things like that, just for the vegetarians out there who might be going, well, what's wrong with my soy milk? Guys, do the, do the study on yourself. Don't believe me. Quit eating wheat, corn, and soy for 180 days, and you know what's going to happen to you? You're going to get faster, quicker, smarter. Oh, yes, you will. I'm not bagging on the wheat, corn, and soy companies. You know why? Because wheat, corn, and soy have been genetically modified with an herbicide. I'm not being here. Remember, I'm not here telling on people. It's just what it is. It's an herbicide that's been mutated into the wheat, corn, and soy. And, of course, you can't stop this from contamination into the other supplies. So, as I would say, you don't know if it's been contaminated with the herbicide. And this herbicide is very special. This herbicide has been spliced into the genetically modified foods to be able to produce its herbicide in the plant while the plant grows systemically in the blood of the plant. You eat the plant do you think that these mutated cells are not going to mutate with your gut wall cells? Well, uh, interestingly enough, and factually enough, if you Google that, uh, you'll find out that, yes, these herbicides mutate with our gut wall bacteria and cause our aerobic bacteria to wind up getting poisoned by the genetically modified, uh, they call it glufosinate. Glufosinate in the trillions is super toxic. Uh, I'm not saying it's what it says. It's what it reads. And if there's that much confusion, don't eat it. And if you find out, look, if I eat any wheat, corn, or soy, you know what happens to me? I sit on the toilet for two days. I actually have blood. I have a severe stomach ache. And I say, wow, how can people eat that? Well, I used to because I had the microbes inside me that processed that stuff. I don't have them anymore. See, so when I lost all these microbes, now I can't go back to eating these foods. See, the only reason why we eat, think of flies. What are flies? Flies are lower, really low-level animals. What do they eat? Anything alive? No, they eat shite. What do cockroaches eat? What do lobsters eat? They eat shite. What do you think yeast mold and fungus is? Come on, guys, they eat shite. They're shit eaters, excuse me. And what? It's because you're eating dead food. You're eating dead shite. 
You're eating foods that actually give these creatures, not a life, they're there basically to save your life. Because if not, if you ate all that dead food, putrefactive food, which means that all that food's going to rot in your gut, you would get weirdness, sickness. And you're lucky that you have these little cute little microbes that are actually saving your life by the poisons that you eat daily. The problem is, is that your costume and or mine has accumulated, especially if we've lived in the cities. Why? Because the city is super toxic just from the thousands of cars. Remember, L.A. and the surrounding areas have 15 million people, and everybody does have not one car but a few cars. And just breathing the air is a huge problem in 20 years. Uh, eating small amounts of, uh, of, of this uh, this herbicide in the wheat, corn, and soy causes a huge... So you were asking the question. Okay. Yeah. Now, I want to I mention just real quick for the people that are listening. One of the ways to tell is the food from your grocery store. If there's now, I recommend shopping at farmer's markets. I tell everyone in my clinic, mm-hmm. shop at a farmer's market. Uh, it's easier, it's better, it's smarter for many, many reasons we won't go into now. I've done it on other interviews. But if you're going to a grocery store, look at the code, the five-digit code. If it starts with an eight, it is genetically modified. You want to avoid that. You want it to start with a nine, and that means it's organic, or at least we're in the right ballpark. And then we won't even go into that right now, but if it starts with an eight, it's genetically modified. Stay away from it. If it doesn't have seeds, if it's been, um, you know, and or if it's simply a food that, that shouldn't exist, don't eat it. If it doesn't decompose, don't eat it. Uh, most people don't know that white bread was invented um, because what they found out is that real living bread would just decay too fast, and uh, when they try to you know sail across oceans, it wouldn't last. And when they invented the white bread and they took all the nutrition out of it, rats wouldn't eat it and it wouldn't rot. And so that's, when, that's what has made the white bread that we now eat today. People also don't understand that high fructose corn syrup was an invention out of necessity because the government had bought all this corn in the 70s and had this huge surplus of corn, and they hired a bunch of people and said, well, what can we do with this? And they found out they heated and processed and processed and processed. They can turn into this high-fructose corn syrup with no concern whatsoever to the effect it would have on the human body. It was just a cheap sugar alternative. Well, you've got, you got to remember, high-fructose corn syrup is not just the sugar. It's not just an acid sugar. It's not just a genetically modified sugar. It's not a demineralized sugar only. It's also, if you Google high fructose corn syrup slash mercury poisoning, you will find out that the supply has been contaminated again. What are you going to eat? No genetically modified food. 75% of your store has genetically modified foods. That's right. So we got this. So no GMO foods. So that's one booby trap. What's the next big booby trap that we need to watch out for? Well, uh, you take a shower every day, guys. Okay? Come on. Let's just go through some real quick. Let's go through some. This is a real cool one. Let's go through this. I did this with Dave uh, Wolf's uh, uh, group over there. Um, actually, I filmed it, and it's supposed to go on the Internet, but we never actually put it on yet. Uh, this is the 180 days of restriction. Do you think that you could stop poisoning yourself for 180 days? I know you can't. Why? Because you yeah. don't even know you're being poisoned. Okay, so first thing, number one, high fructose corn syrup. I'm just going to go through my mind real quick here. Okay, so I may forget a few things, but these are all very simple. There's simply, simplicity is, is uh, right in front of you guys, and these are really easy to change over because that's what Earthshift Products is about, problems, reactions, and solutions. 
And they're not retail, remember? This is a wholesale superfoods and super products club saving 35 to 70% off retail. This is not open for 300 million people. It's only open for a very small quantity. I've only opened it for 10,000 people right now because it's basically a, a club for us to share with us our transcription over a 60, 90, and 120, 180-day period. The Alkaline Lifestyle Challenge. What happens to you when you clean your act up? I know what's going to happen to you. I know what happened to all the patients that basically stopped poisoning themselves. It's like, uh, if everybody wants to detox, what do I do to detox? How about stop to- poisoning yourself first? Okay, so num- let's go through a few of these. Number one, so no GMO the- products. We got that now. You were starting to talk about water as the next one. Okay, let's go through it real, real quick. Fructose corn syrup, remember, slash mercury poisoning, number one, boom. Two, GMO, rat sterility, bam, we know that. Heirloom is possible. Three, wheat, corn, and soy, stop all of it for six months, see what happens. Perfumes, fragrances, and chemicals, big problem. All the perfumes, I don't care if it's made, doesn't matter if it's $100 an ounce, if the company will not show you what's in it, then beware that it has insecticides, pesticides, herbicides, and or other types of alcohols and toxicities because these perfumes go right inside you big time. Okay. So you Matt, mean no deodorants either, right? No deodorants, shampoo, go things. So- Exactly. Okay. You're right on the line. That's the next one coming up here. Shower dechlorinator, okay? You take a shower every day, guys. It's got chlorine in it. Yes, it is. Go to the control, uh, the CDC, it's called. It's the Disease uh, Centers for uh, Control Disease. The CDC basically is, is a, a organization that will share with you uh, a lot of the chemicals and a lot of these severities. So look up chlorine and just find out. Just Google it. Chlorine is a severe, severe poison. Now, how do we stop that? Shower to chlorinator. Now, which one do you get? Ah, go out there. Remember, I can give you one hint. If your shower to chlorinator is just made out of charcoal, it works one or two times because once the charcoal hits about 100 degrees, it dies and it doesn't stop. It stops all of the chlorine. If you're going to use a charcoal chlorinator, you have to use it outside in the cold water before it goes in and actually gets into the hot. You see what I'm saying? It's not just uh, yeah. ABC. So let's go through all shampoos, all laundry detergents, all your soaps, no fragrances, okay? No chemicals, no dyes. Wow. Now, what, what about the do? people, Dr. Kassar, the people that are going, okay, well, it was no shampoo, no deodorant. I'm going to smell when I go to work. No, you're going to well, use clean do. shampoos that are organic. How about <laughs> just using, like, a Dr. Bronner soap? Just, just snap that over real quick. Stop all your other soaps and quit using a phosphate soap and or these other soaps like antibacterial. Guys, yeah. the best thing to do is have one soap that does everything, one oil that does everything. You're going to use coconut oil is what I tell people. The best oil I know right now is centrifuge coconut oil, 56% lauric acid, because that makes you flexible. And you know I'm pretty flexible. And three years ago, I remember, uh, 1997, I couldn't touch my knees. I've never been able to do the splits in my life. And I've only been able to do this since I've learned uh, desidification, remineralization, alkalization, oxygenation, and the big cookie, which is, as you said before, magnetics, but not regular magnets. Okay, we're talking, remember, the earth is a magnet. And it's not just north, it's not just south, it's a combination of energies, totally changing all the time. So I don't use magnets anymore. I use now these stones called ether stones. They're, they're uh, meteorite stones, and they've actually been super uh, ignited 
the way when you see a shooting star comes in, and you can get this stuff yourself, because people say, where am I going to get the ether stone? It's the first thing they're going to say. Okay, I'll tell you where to get it, guys. The ether stone is a stone that comes in daily and night, and they're the, the meteors or the shooting stars that you see coming into the planet. And if you look up at night, you'll see, shoom, shoom. And those break up into the ionosphere. And these are all small particles, small rocks. Some are pretty good size. And they break up and go into the ocean, most of them, and then they come right to the Pacific Ocean. So you go get a big magnet. Get a couple good magnets at the store. Go to Home Depot. Get some the biggest magnets they've got. Put a couple of them on top to each other. And then put your hand in the sand and roll your hand back and forth in the nice uh, beige-colored sand, light brown sand, and you'll pick up ether stone. And that's meteorite. That's that's a... Uh, magnetic. Oh wow! So you, just, you you hold the magnet in your hand and then run it through the sand and it'll pick up that ether stone. You bet. And then you can get yourself about a half a jar's worth in about an hour because I can't buy it anymore because I opened my mouth up and told a lot of people stuff and it's like, oh, oh I can't even buy it now. So this is what I do. See, the whole idea is that we need to have supplies. And what do you do with that ether stone? What do you do with it? Well, what I do is I actually. Uh, I put it in my plants. The ether stone is genius. It's actually a, each little particle is a small, tiny earth. It has a north and a south pole. It doesn't have a pole by itself. See, a magnet usually has a north and or a south pole. This has, has called, called a biphasic pole. It has a north and a south. It's an androgynous rock. So the androgynous rock means it's north-south. It's, it's got a thousand norths and a thousand souths all over. It's not just one side's north and one side south. It's unilateral. Okay? Now, what this is, is this stone, this meteorite, comes through the ionosphere, and it gets super melted. Like when the uh, space shuttle comes in, the space shuttle comes in, and they have to put ceramic, uh, uh, ceramic tiles on the front of the space shuttle. Because if not, it'll burn up. Because the ionosphere has uh, a resistance from void, has no resistance, and you come into the atmosphere. So this is what happens. These rocks are flying, hauling ass, excuse me. They're going 30, 40, 50,000 miles an hour, and they come into our atmosphere, and they get hit with resistance, and they burn up, and they get signaturized with the planet. That's why it's special. Now you've got the signature of the planet through billions of gigavolts before it came into the ionosphere. And the other way you can get this is you can buy some of these stones in Utah and some other places where, the, where they have a lot of uh, iron ore into the ground and, and big lightning bolts cracked to the ground and melted the ground. It's called iron oxide. Remember, this is special. It's iron, but it doesn't rust. You're going to the ocean, and you can get it with your magnet, roll it back and forth in the sand, pull it out, and remember, you're pulling it out, and it's iron, and it's not rusting. Of course it's not, because it's, it's been like heat-sealed. It's special. I wear an amulet over my chest and wear it over my third rib down, over my sinoatrial node, and yes, this does have magical, 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 uh, I can... Only tell you that for me, it's made magical changes within my cellular structure. Um, and why is it doing that? Because it's giving me more chi. It's giving me more charge. Now, if you take a DC voltmeter and you take your little stones that you just picked up and get yourself a DC voltmeter, you'll notice that these stones give you DC current 24 hours a day all the time. So, really? So you, so you get them, you put them in your plants, plants help, you help, help your plants grow, but you actually will fashion one of these ether stones to I got a necklace. Pounds, I got 100 pounds in my bed. How about that? 
Okay, I got these things, and what I do is I put them in Ziploc baggies. I take, get all the stuff, and I just you get a couple big magnets. Go down to the Pacific Ocean in an hour, you'll get yourself a couple pounds. Every time I go down to the beach with the motorhome, I go down there, bring myself some magnets, and that's part of my trip down there is to bring back two or three pounds of lodestone or etherstone, I call it. Now, how does this how does this uh, vary or differ from you know like Peter Ragnar? I'm sure you've heard of him. He he sells these uh, you know like twelve. I've got two of these in my office. Twelve thousand five hundred Goss rare earth magnets. Very, very strong, powerful magnets, which I'm now going to take down to the beach and get some. Yeah, there stuff. you go. I got to say, those Because uh, otherwise, what are, you got, what are you using them for, Alchemist? Show me. What are you using a north-south a unilateral magnet for? What are you using it for? I Remember, I've been playing with magnets for a lot of years. I've got 40,000 pounds of magnets and crystals in my ranch here, and that's, why, that's how I get these things really to take off. But the magnets don't work unless they have a feel. A magnet by itself is worthless. Does nothing. And really? it's a okay. field. So I've got so, another so, magnet interacting with it. Okay. And you brought up magnet, the crystal. Tell me about the crystal. Well, Tell the me about the crystal then. The, the crystal is basically, this is what I do. I, my bed's special. <laughs> uh, I had uh, Len Foley came over to my house here and he, he did a little segment there on the bed and I showed him how I get uh, some high level DC volt current on my, on my bed. I have a conductive blanket that's made out of Kevlar. You can use anything that basically conducts uh, electricity or ground. I ground it into the wall. I use a zinc and copper rod is the best way to do that as an intermediary grounding uh, source. And I use these big stones, which I've bought. These, I've got some 10, 20, and 30-pound, these big meteorite rocks. And I've got maybe a couple hundred pounds of crystals and... Um, the meteorite dust in my bed, the crystals go along with the magnetics because they, what they do is they are interdimensional gems, crystals. They're interdimensional gems. That's what they are. So once you hear that, then all of a sudden the crystal's a little cooler. I wear one of those also next to my lodestone on my chest. I sleep on, like I said, 100 pounds. I have thousands of pounds of amethyst crystals here. Why is the ranch here uh, a nature sanctuary? Because when you come over from Los Angeles and we live in the desert and you look over here, you see, where'd you get those 60 and 70 foot palm trees, Robert? Where'd you get all the money to buy at least $5 million worth of palm trees in the middle of nowhere? Well, because I grew them from one foot tall and about 15 years later, check them out, guys. I have a little oasis out here because of the chi energy making the plants go ahead and actually not get microbes that are kicking their ass, basically. Think of it this way. The more electricity that you get, bioelectricity, not alternating current. Alternating current is the computer energy. It's the light energy. It's the energy that we use basically as our substance here for power, 60-cycle electricity. We can go into that either. That's totally desynchronizational energy. Now, because our brains work on 0 to 40 cycles per second and 60 cycles out of the basic range, makes us totally dumb telepathic. Now, the DC current, our bodies are DC current, direct current, like, like the Earth, like the sun. Okay? Now, since that is true, I notice, and this is what you're going to notice, I would take about, about a, a whole Ziploc baggie of that dust, and you'd say, well, what am I going to do with a pound of it? Well, I would get three pounds and put one in uh, some, actually, I wouldn't even use the Ziploc baggies because they're toxic uh, in my, because they're made out of uh, petroleum-based plastic. I use uh, some of our food. Remember, all of the packaging in, in uh, Earthshift products is all 
bisphenol A free packaging, so don't throw any of the products out. All the coconut oil pails, everything's HDPT number twos, which means they're non toxic. You don't throw them out. So when you're going to put all your, if you're going to touch anything against your body, you don't want to use any type of petroleum based plastics or any of these things here. So not getting sidetracked with the Etherstone, but that's really important because the Etherstone, okay, you put, uh, I put one of the rocks in, in a triangle formation. I put one between my legs. Okay, because that's my lower base chakra. I put one underneath my armpit on my left, one underneath my armpit on my right, and if I have another one, I would put one on the back of my head. Now, your body starts to, I get up in the, when I first started doing that, I get up in the night five, six, seven times a night and urinate because my body's unloading tons of stuff because these magnets are interacting with each other. Remember, they're not just one. And the, it's the, I call it the ether stone. Like I said, where do you get it? Go down to the ocean. You can get as much as you want. It's free. So, How you're you putting, it? so you're either using a big rock or you're putting it in one of those, you know, protective bags, like the ones you can get from, you know, like my bag of Corella I ordered from you. I could, when I'm yeah, done with exactly. that, I could put the dust in that bag, and that could serve as one stone underneath one of yeah, those. Yeah, exactly. Points. Or you can get, a, like, a hemp bag, a really fine, fine netted bag, like a pillow, sure. pillow bag. It's just that stuff, if it gets over everything, you just get a magnet, and it pulls it right back up. But you're, what you're trying to do is use these three stones. Remember, now... Now I'm going to show you. Okay, I'm showing you what I believe is called the Philosopher's Stone, what I believe is called the Rosetta Stone. And now I want you, Philosopher, to make it, it conductive to you. How are you going to do that? Superfoods. You're going to eat boron and cobalt because that's what magnetism is. Boron and cobalt had melted at, six, at 1,100 degrees. Remember, it makes a ceramic magnet. Look it up. Google ceramic magnet and say, how do you make it? Okay, you take cobalt and boron and you melt those two elements together and you get magic. Magi, you get magnetism. And if your body doesn't have cobalt, cyanocobalamin B12, if it doesn't have boron and you only have that in very few fruits, very few and very arid fruits, and I don't know any in the United States, look it up. There's no boron in our foods. And if you're boron deficient, you get arthritis. You get stiff. And this is one of the other things. We're going down the list. So let's, let's switch over now from magnetics. I'm going to do some small 5, 10, 15-minute little films here, Robert, if you'd like to help, too. Anybody who wants to help progress this, because this is really a lot of, of very valid, and it's free information, remember? Free meaning that the information is, most of it is that it's because the Earth will give you everything you want for free. You just have to figure out how to use it. And I'm going to show you how I've used uh, a lot of these elements that are free of the Earth, like my jacuzzi. My jacuzzi is a hot tub, and I have 300 pounds of minerals in that water. And I run it wow. on a vortex. And I take my 18 gallons, my body. People say, Robert, how'd you get so lean? How'd you get so flexible? I had to learn from all these people that I've basically, I haven't worked for tw since 1997. I've been disabled. And basically what I've done is uh, the ranch here has been special for me because we've done over 500 events. I have a full equestrian center here. Uh, we have about 70, 70 horses on the property with a full school equestrian center. And uh, we have an event, the premier event center here in Southern California, where we've done uh, f over 500 events where people come uh, to do their weddings and gatherings. Now we're doing different types of retreats and things. So if anybody really wants to use our temple, if you want to see what it looks like, you can go on the Internet, www.rdlp, for Rancho de las Palmas, sanctuary.info. So it's rdlp, 
sanctuary.info. And you can see a few pictures of the ranch there. The ranch is for sale. Um, we're actually putting together uh, for uh, the last three years, we've been putting together a, a uh, new paradigm switch, and that is to actually move up to the Big Island of Hawaii. We have approximately 150 acres uh, with rivers, waterfalls, underground springs, thousands of uh, indigenous trees at the 600 to 1,000 foot level uh, in between Hilo and Waipio Valley, which is the Valley of the Kings on the Big Island. And uh, we actually are looking for groups of uh, people and or people that uh, may want to change their lives like me. I'm, I can't keep both places here, but otherwise, uh, this place is a special place for people to come. And if whoever wants to take this over here, um, this is very special, uh, really, uh, because once people come here, they're ignited, just like... A lot of people, when I went to the best weekend ever, and people have sent me so many emails, they said, Robert, you know, you ignited me. You didn't sweet tooth it sometimes, and you were sort of abrupt a little bit. Well, I'm not a professional speaker, guys. I'm just trying to share. I'm not telling you what to do, remember. I'm only telling you what I do. And if it sometimes comes across I'm telling you what to do, I'm not. I'm only sharing with you some reasonable logic, and if you can see it, then you'll see the truth the lies, the secrets, and the deceptions, and in 180 days, you go back. Remember, the whole idea is do something for 180 days that you've already prior seen efficacy. So let's say in me, in 180 days, in three years, I've lost 40 pounds of baggage off of my body. 40 pounds. I've totally regenerated myself. I am faster, quicker, and smarter than I ever was when I was 18, when I was in my best shape. I have more muscle mass. I'm more flexible. My brain's really tight right now compared to the toxic... Wait, yeah, what? watch watch the video, guys. If you're out there listening and you want to clean up your lifestyle, just follow the booby traps we just covered to the best of your ability. If you follow like 20% of what Dr. Kassar has just shared for the next next six months, your entire world is going to change. It's going to completely and totally radically change. And then, <laughs> and then send me an email to Robert at personallifemedia.com or give Dr. Kassar a call about the next step. But just implement 20% of what we just covered. Start feeding yourself, your family, your children, superfoods. See the difference it makes. Do the experimentation for yourself. Start to modify the terrain and see what happens, and then call for more information. That's the way to do it. So, Dr. Kassar, I want to thank you for being on the show. It's been a pleasure. I look forward to spending more time with you in the future. And um, this is Robert Harrison with Coaching the Life Coach, and thanks for being on the show today. Thank you so much, Robert. Uh, I've, I've, like I said, really here to share, and we will have many, many of these documentaries. They're 5, 10, 15-minute little short films that share with people what others are doing in the areas of health, wealth, happiness, self and group sustainability, Incension Ascension, and this is Earthshift Project, so come aboard. Earthshift Project's free to sign up. Just go to earthshiftproject.com, sign up there. That's free. And then the Earthshift products, if you want to sign up over there, remember the first 300 people that sign up use E100, and you have to use E100 all together, though. Don't spread them apart. So use E100. Go to New Customer, Earthshift Products, and you're one of the 300 here. So... Have uh, fun and enjoy, and I know, I know, just like everybody else that eats superfoods, I know in time that when I speak or hear about your transformation, I'm just going to say, I told you so. (laughs) That's what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. All right. Thank you so much.
This is part one of a two-part program. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com. Thank you.